0: podcast with me philippa robinson hi welcome to the podcast how are you i um hope you are well this lovely month of november seems to be passing in a flash uh, for me at least uh there are leaves everywhere all colors Uh, Yellow, green, brown, red, all shades in between. It's a lovely time of year. And the colours this year seem to be really spectacular um, where I am in Bristol, in the southwest of the UK. So um, I hope, however November is for you, I hope it's treating you well. I'm recording this on November the 15th, Um, which actually today would have been my mum's birthday Uh, so you know it's the day when I'm thinking about my mum and those of you who have listened to previous podcast uh, episodes will know more about my relationship um, with my mum she would have been 74 today and uh, she died nearly four years ago now. Um, I'm not sad today. Um, it she's in my thoughts, obviously, as are my siblings, and um, you know I just feel a great deal of compassion and um, love. Really, I think to some extent. Um I had a very difficult relationship with her, and that that love is a hard thing to express sometimes. but actually, the fact that I've started off talking about this um just um is it, right on on point for the subject of this podcast today because today I am talking about how things change um, for many reasons which I'll get to in a moment but actually just starting off talking about my mum and the things I've said about her um, just just now just goes to show how things have changed for me so um, right on point <laughs> um, so it just goes to show also that it today's Uh, subject for the podcast was obviously what was on my mind it has been it is what has been on my mind that is um definite uh but I haven't actually put that together with today's been my mum's birthday so um there you go a little revelation already and I've already just got going (laughs) uh I just wanted to um say a couple of things before I start thank you um to the people who signed up to my newsletter. I hope those of you who have signed up have been receiving it. Uh, if not, check um, where else it could have gone because I've definitely sent two out now, one in October, beginning of October, one beginning of November. Um, I hope you're enjoying them. Let me have any feedback if you've got it. If you want my newsletter, which is a roundup of all the content I've been putting out, not in any great detail, but just letting you know things that I have posted on Instagram, um giving you a link to my blog, also a little snippet of something that I haven't talked about anywhere else. Um and if you want to receive that, go to my website and on every page there is a sign up to the newsletter button. Just click on there and let me have your contact details and I will send start, I will add you to the or it will add you to the list and you will start receiving my um newsletter uh the other thing is just about my book if you follow me on instagram you will see the sneaky peeks that are starting to come out i i'm going to do everything in my power to try and ensure that my book both the kindle version and the paperback version are available on amazon by the end of this month um i'm really excited i'm also really nervous but uh, that is where I'm up to. I'm just making the final changes to the um, to the manuscript, which is very nearly ready to go. The book cover is nearly finished as well. So once those two are done, I can get back to KDP, which is Amazon's self-publishing platform, which. I have had to play around with. It's a little bit tricky, but I'm managing to navigate my way through now. So um, hopefully I will have all that sorted ready for the end of the month. It's exciting. Uh, I've been working on it for a year now, so it's really fit, quite nice to be able to say that it's nearly done. I'm really proud of it. really pleased with how it's turned out. and um, I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, So on with the podcast episode today and um, how things have changed or how things can change, how things do change. And it's been on my mind um, uh, for a few weeks now. And I think the reason for that is that the, the episode so far in this Season, season three, have been me talking about my experience of therapy and some of the big things that I have learned along the way. And I think the reason that how things have changed is on my mind is because I've been talking about these things and it has helped me see how much of these different concepts that I've talked about the abandonment wounds, the mother wound, and healing generally, and parts, and all those things that I've talked about so far, how I have taken those uh, ideas, models, concepts, whatever you want to call them, and, and taken what I need from each one of them into my own healing journey and how they have helped me change. Or my experience of life has changed. Or how I let myself be seen in the world has changed. And that is very personal to me, my journey. And your journey with healing and taking on board any of these things that have resonated with you will be very different. it will be your own experience and it might be completely and utterly different to mine. There might be parts of mine that you recognize um, for yourself um to varying degrees. but you know your please know that it is your individual journey for you and that is what counts. The reason I am talking about it is to help people have a bit more information, help you have a little bit more information, perhaps a different perspective on things, perhaps just some food for thought. Um, and if it doesn't help you, it might help somebody else that you know that you could pass that information on to. So that's really um the whole intent behind this series. And as we draw towards the end of the year, I did promise last week that I would be lightning lightning up the sort of the subjects of the subject of the um episodes. And it, it feels like this is one to sort of pull it together a little bit um what I've pulled together what I've been speaking about so far to sort of see the bigger picture in a way. So what started me on this um, mulling over, changing, was um, a couple of weeks ago, I um, had taken my dog, Bob the dog out for just um, a little early-ish morning walk. And within the space of about 10 minutes, the weather had gone from, initially the sun was peeking out from behind um, grey clouds. Then the sun disappeared and it absolutely poured down, soaked me right through, right through to my underwear. Then the rain stopped the sun started peeking out again there was an amazing rainbow and then it was blue sky and the sun was shining and literally that was in the time frame of about 10 minutes and i i was standing there and i was walking i live um near a um Uh, um, uh, I live in the middle of Bristol in the city and I live on um, uh, a dock, which is uh, the the water uh, level is controlled. The river goes out round a slightly different way and the water level is controlled around here. But there is a basin that I walk the dog round for a quick walk in the morning. Uh, So I was um, walking by the water and literally I was absolutely soaking wet through my glasses because I wear glasses were was so wet I couldn't see a thing until I would unzipped my coat and wiped them dry on my top and as I was doing this I I found myself smiling and I was thinking gosh what is that about how how come that is making me smile and it really did and I just marveled at what I just witnessed how how the, the 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 rain had just come in and lasted um a short while and then disappeared and then a rainbow came out and I don't know about you I always think rainbows are, are just a little bit of magic that's probably the, the the kid in me that thinks that um but it it did really stay with me and still is with me a couple of weeks later Um, I wrote a blog post on it actually, that is this month's blog post on my website but actually largely that blog is forming what I am talking to you about now Um, and the reason I think it stayed with me is that those 10 minutes of the the weather changing like that really, I realised that that is a Pretty perfect way, really, of seeing how our emotions and our feelings affect us. So there, I've used the words feelings and emotions, and I think actually a lot of us uh, would use those words interchangeably. Me, in, me, me included, actually. And, you know, I there, there is nothing wrong with that at all. Um, As long as sort of well, there's nothing wrong with it at all. I mean, ideally, as long as we know what we are talking about when we when we talk about either feelings or emotions. Um and actually that's part of a really bigger question, I suppose, about understanding and communication. And um, you know, as Brene Brown says, clear is kind. So making sure that we sort of are all on the? You know, we're on the same page, and we're talking in a way that we understand when we're having a conversation with people. But I just thought it might be useful because I actually looked it up um, to make sure that I was um, saying uh, uh, the right thing, I suppose. Um, and you know, in the world of psychology, emotions. Are associated with bodily reactions that are activated through neurotransmitters and hormones released by the brain. Whereas feelings are the conscious experience of emotional reactions. So I interpret that as first, we experience an emotion. And these are usually subconscious, automatic responses to what we are experiencing. So, for example, sadness, which is a natural reaction to something that causes us emotional upset or pain. That is an emotion. And the feelings come after the emotion, often very quickly. Um, and. The feelings are the conscious experience of the emotion, such as grief. So if we experience something that causes us emotional upset or pain, our natural reaction to that is the emotion, so sadness. And then the feeling that comes from that is grief. i mean it sounds a little bit complicated um but isn't really and actually you know what is the difference really but i think it is useful to we'll come on we'll come on to why it is um good to know these things in a moment but first i just want to explain that there are thought to be six basic emotions so sadness anger disgust fear happiness and surprise. Anger is um, often referred to as a secondary emotion as there is usually another emotion under the anger. The anger is a result of something else. So why am I talking about um, emotions and feelings? Well, the average emotion is thought to last around 90 seconds from start to finish if we can just let the emotion pass although the caveat to that is it doesn't include sadness because sadness can last um, much longer but actually how often are we able to just notice our emotions and let them pass If you're anything like me, then your answer is going to be not very often. And and why is that? Well, it's human instinct. Basic human instinct to want to make sense of things. And uh, if we are confused or unsettled by something, our brain is hardwired to make up a story that makes sense of the situation. But that story isn't necessarily true. And even though it might not be true, we can get trapped in that story, the main thought or feeling of that story. And it will loop round and round our mind. And often we end up believing it as truth. But actually, if we are able to notice that story, ask ourselves if it's really true, which often the answer is either we don't know or no, it's not. And if we can let it pass, we are more likely to let that emotion run through us and not get stuck in it. And it's that getting stuck in the loop of the thoughts and feelings that are the result of our emotions it's getting stuck in that loop that makes that experience that feeling that comes from the emotion stay with us for longer now I suppose I'm making this sound quite simple and I think actually when you when you sort of reduce it down to what we're actually talking about, so emotions and feelings. It it is quite simple, but obviously we are humans, and humaning is a complicated uh, place to be. Uh, it's, It's a complicated experience, and all of us get stuck in those loops to varying degrees, and at different times for different reasons, but we all get stuck in those loops. And all on what I am trying to do by talking about this today is perhaps help you notice, help you be aware of when you might be doing that. So I think the two most important things I've said so far is that we make up a story that might not be true, And then we can get stuck in that story. And even if it is true, it's not necessarily helpful to get stuck in it either. So it's obviously not helpful to get stuck in a story that is untrue. But getting stuck in any story is not going to help us um, move along and get on with our life um, being, you know, the best version of us that we can be. So I wanted to, um, I thought it'd be a good idea to give you an illustration here. So here's a little, a little story. So Philippa, that's me. Here's So I hear one day I'm in the house and I hear my husband storm into the house, obviously pissed off at something. And I ask him what the matter is. He says it's nothing which he often does. This is true. But I know something is up because, you know, he doesn't always storm into the house pissed off. So I know something's up and my brain starts to make up a story. And that story on this occasion is that he won't tell me what the matter is because he's pissed off with me. Now, I know that I've been taking it easy so far on this day in question. I've been resting and I tell myself that that's the reason that he's pissed off. I mull mull this over in my head for an hour or so while he continues stomping around in the kitchen and I get more and more annoyed that he is pissed off that I'm resting. So can you see what I've done there? I have told myself a story that he's pissed off and he's pissed off because I'm resting and I've got stuck in this loop and I'm mulling it over and I'm going over and over again. So I decide I better get up, I better do something, but I get off the sofa and do something because he's pissed off. So I busy myself, I make the tea, I sort the washing out, I tidy up. Whilst inside, I'm seething a little bit because he doesn't respect my need to rest. I stomp off to bed early and I'm asleep by the time he comes to bed. Next morning, I'm still annoyed and he doesn't understand why he's getting one word answers from me when he tries to sort of make small talk and sort of chivvy everything along. Eventually, after a couple of days, the atmosphere thaws and we're back to normal. Except there is still this niggle in the back of my mind it gets a when he gets annoyed when I rest? I don't know if that sounds familiar to anybody listening to this. Um, but that is very very familiar story uh, in my life. So my initial response to him storming into the house was fear because I have a history of a chaotic childhood and when anyone was angry, it felt unsafe. So my inner child is activated by my husband's anger and I go straight to a place of fear. The story my brain makes up, um, the, one, the story that tells me he's pissed off because I am resting is a safer place for me to be because I can instantly fix that. I can stop resting And hopefully he will stop being angry. So I really need to rest. That's why I'm resting. But I stop because of my need to feel safe. I stop resting. I get up. I make the tea. I do all those jobs because I want to feel safe. And I can only feel safe in this situation I find myself in if I have done all all I can to stop my husband being angry. The problem is that as this happens, time and time again, this pattern of the fear coming in and me stopping what I'm doing because the story I have told myself is that the person's angry because of something I'm doing. The more it happens, I become resentful as I think I'm not allowed to rest without him becoming angry. And I'm trapped in this loop of thinking he will be angry if I rest. And if he's angry, I'm unsafe. And then I'm resentful because I'm tired and I need to rest. So the adult me knows I need to rest, but the inner child is activated and doesn't feel safe. So I'm hoping you can see the sort of forces that are at play in that situation for me. Um, so let me give you a different version of that story. Okay. My husband storms into the house, obviously pissed off. I say to myself, well, it looks like he's pissed off about something. I wonder what's happened. I am resting because I'm worn out and I need to rest. So I carry on reading my book, sitting on the sofa. After about half an hour, I'm feeling a little bit more energetic and I go into the kitchen curious about what my, what has made my husband angry. I ask him, okay, what's made you, what's made you angry? And he says, oh, it's nothing. I say it can't be nothing. And I'd like to know if he can share it with me. He tells me that someone in work has broken something of his, but no one will admit it. No wonder he's annoyed. And I tell him what a rotten thing to happen. Well, that's not exactly the words I use, but you know, you get my drift. I ask him if he wants a cup of tea and we then cook the meal together. So that's a very different outcome, isn't it? So in this scenario, I have noticed his anger. I have given him a bit of space to cool off and made my resting my priority. I have been curious about what had happened and given him space to talk about it. I didn't initially feel fear, like in the previous version of this story, because I've been working on regulating my sensitive nervous system, and I am not as quick to react. So my nervous system isn't triggered into a trauma response of flight, fight, or freeze. I am able to be curious, but also know that I am doing nothing wrong by resting. So I don't feel unsafe. All of this uh, that is going on for me in in this second story allows me to stay grounded and not end up stuck in the loop of a fear-based story that I told myself, of the fear-based story that I told myself in the um, previous version. So can you see the big differences to those two situations? Well, actually, those are very real examples uh, from my life. And they're about four years apart between the first one and the second one. And the second one only happened a few weeks ago. And I really, I did realise how far I have been able to come to do that and how far he has come with me as well, because it hasn't been easy for him as the changes have happened. and. You know, so how far we've both come is really down to the the work that we've done. I realize that my mind makes up bad stories all the time. And rather than get stuck in stuck in them, i um I'm much more like to be curious now about what is going on and try to get to the bottom of it without making assumptions without telling myself those stories that I don't necessarily know are true. It isn't always easy, you know, it really isn't. And I don't always get it right. And it takes real work. But it's actually brilliant when, you know, we manage to work something out, like in the second story that I told you, rather than in the first. So so really, the the little uh, weather incident that I told you about at the beginning um, really sort of mirrors what has happened between those two versions of those, um, how we have moved from into the second story that I told you. So, you know, the my husband coming in, obviously pissed off about something, is like the rain starting in my weather story by noticing my first reaction to his mood and getting curious I allowed the rain cloud to pass without getting stuck in it or under it um and in time the rain stopped and a magical rainbow appeared and that was where his frustration was heard and I understood that what I understood what was happening for him rather than making up my own story then the sun came out again when we both returned to normal and our nervous systems hadn't been triggered into a trauma response and we'd managed to regulate our responses and wow is that a massive change um And when I experience that happening, which you know is not every time we end up in a potentially volatile situation, but it does happen more often these days. And when I when I when I realise that that is what's happened, I am full of oh, what am I full of? Full of joy, really. uh, How I have managed to change, and as a result, our relationship has changed. And he has changed as well. So I've changed, he's changed, our relationship has changed. And it is so much, uh, you know, so much better for the story to be like the second version that I've just told you rather than the first. And all of that is a result of working through and understanding, getting a better understanding of what has happened to me, how it affects me, and just understanding myself better and wanting something different and doing the work to try and get to a different place, a different version of me. Um, So change, change does happen, change can happen. Uh, It takes work but it absolutely can happen. Um, And I was already thinking of recording this. And then last week, um, one of my listeners and somebody I connect with on various platforms sent me a message um, on Instagram saying that the same thing is happening for her and how she notices much more in the moment what is going on and can react differently and it was really lovely to connect with her about what she um is achieving and seeing and feeling actually the the joy in her uh witnessing her different way of responding And, and, you know, like, and like we said, we just sort of congratulated each other on the work that we've done. And we feel very proud of ourselves to have brought about the changes. Um, It's, a marvelous thing marvelous is my new is my word of the moment i don't know if you do this that you have a word that you seem to latch onto and then you use it quite a lot then you realize you're using it a lot then it annoys you and then you stop so i'm definitely in the moment in the time of knowing that i use marvelous a lot but it is marvelous it's a great word anyway isn't it so um that is today's episode because I really felt it was time to pull it all together and talk about how things have changed. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this. So that's today's episode. Um, please get in touch. I love hearing from you. Um, uh, Instagram's a great way to connect with me as is going to my website and using the contact me button. Um, and Please think about letting me have a question, um, if you have a question, um, that I can respond to in an upcoming episode of the podcast where I'm going to be answering more listeners' questions. So um, please send those in. Um, I would love to hear them. Okay, so have a great week. Take care. And I'll be back here next week. Thank you for listening to the meeting of minds podcast you can find this podcast in all the usual places please tell your friends please subscribe and if you have a moment i'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that i'm really passionate about If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website, www.safeandsupported.co.uk. Until next time, bye.